Hello, hello, beautiful soul, and welcome back to another episode of the Tanga Type Podcast with me. I am so glad that you tuned back in. It's kind of a challenge to record right now because usually I am all by myself and at home recording in total quietness. But as you might know from the last episode, I am currently in Barcelona for another six months. I'm also with my roommates <laughs> and it's a it's a whole different situation. Basically, this is also what we're going to talk about in this episode, how I arrived. Let's talk about another big thing that's on my mind at the moment, which is living together, sharing a space with people, whether they're your family or unknown people. We're gonna talk about that today and I'm so excited to share a few things with you because for my young age I guess I've collected a few experiences in that range of topic because I've lived with a lot of different people and by myself. I basically, I, I guess I have a good comparison. So I hope you enjoy and let's dive right in. So first of all, let's talk about Barcelona. I guess it's also interesting for you, I, I hope at least. It's such a beautiful city and I've arrived around like a week ago and I've also had my first week of university and we were trying to do a lot of things in this week. I realized pretty quickly that it's not a vacation and you can't treat it as such. But I'm getting used to it slowly, so that's good. It's so, 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 so much more life quality, at least for me, to be in a sunny country at the moment. Actually, when I arrived here, the first day, it was so sunny. It wasn't, it wasn't that warm. It was maybe like 18 degrees or so. But the first day I arrived, I was sitting in the sun for like six hours straight just with my eyes closed, just soaking it in because I haven't seen the sun in like half a year. I actually got a little sunburn. <laughs> Usually I don't get sunburned so easily, but I just underestimated the power of the sun a lot here because in February the sun in Germany is so weak that you don't have to wear sunscreen. And I know some of you are gonna say, oh, you have to wear sunscreen every day. And guess what? I'm doing it now. I'm doing it now. <laughs> I've started doing it and my skin is really thankful and I think I'll just keep doing it even though it's not sunny every day but yeah. So another part that I noticed right after arriving here is you cannot expect to come to Spain and people are talking in English to you. They very much like when you try and talk in Spanish with them. and. I took a Spanish class last semester in university and it it was helpful. I mean, I understand a lot when I walk, walk down the streets, but I cannot talk. That's the thing. And I need to get into the talking stage. You need a lot of confidence to go out there and speak a language that you don't speak and saying things like, Tomo un café con leche. 
And the people will look at you like, oh, okay, she's a foreigner. <laughs> but they are very thankful that you approach them in Spanish. And I think very happy about that as well. And that's what I find also very nice. So I guess Spanish is a really beautiful language. And one of my goals being here is definitely to become more fluent and to use the opportunity of actually living in a country with a different language and getting it into my head. Other than that, I really enjoy being in the perspective of the observer here because first, when you arrive in a different country, there is so many things to see and to take in and so many impressions to digest and it's it's very hard the thing is though we are never unbiased we don't come anywhere and are like a tabula rasa and just look at things and see them without having an immediate opinion basically you can take that as a disadvantage obviously because there is never such thing as an unbiased mindset but it's also kind of good my loveliest example is actually i was standing on the street a person who has the job of cleaning the street was talking to a guy in a suit and they were like laughing and having like a very great conversation apparently i wasn't part of that but it seemed really fun And I very much enjoyed that because the Spanish people, and this is like a good prejudice, they are very much outgoing and they have, they live in their own time frame in Europe <laughs> and they just enjoy life a little more and are open for life a little more. At least that's what I feel like from my German perspective. And I have a lot of love for that and I'm definitely going to take in some of that Spanish mindset and bring it with me. So I already told you that I live with roommates and we share a great apartment. And we had to solve out a few problems we have with the apartment. For example, we still don't have warm water, which is why I have been showering cold in the last few days, which is kind of, uh, you know, you have to get used to it, but It's okay. <laughs> Actually, every time I get up, I go to shower. Then the shower is fucking cold. Then I go into the shower, shower coldly. And after that, I have so much serotonin in my brain that I just can't stop smiling. So, you know, seeing the good in things is basically saying cold showers boosting my happiness, apparently, <laughs> even though I'm not choosing it actively anyhow i'm living with roommates and we share this great apartment on the top floor of the building with a great terrace which is amazing me and my boyfriend we moved together here it has a lot of advantages because firstly we can share a pretty expensive apartment with four people and it's not so expensive anymore i'm actually paying less than i did pay in Germany for my apartment, which is great. But obviously living together also has a few things that need to be talked about. 
It can enrich you a lot living with unfamiliar or even familiar people, but it's definitely a challenge. So as I said in the beginning, living together can refer to living with roommates, living with your partner, still living with family, and each of them have their different perks and challenges. So for example, living with family can be very hard because they are your first instance in your life. They basically socialized you. So in my experience, it can be a lot harder to question any of the mindsets that they have given you, basically, if you're still living with them, and to start the process of self-reflection. For me personally, the process of self-reflection actually started when I first moved out. It was around about three years ago. For the first time, I actually had to deal with the consequences of my own actions, and that completely on my own. It's not like that my mom would not let me deal with the consequences of my own actions before that. But the thing is, when you're living with your parents, I guess they sometimes try to be the consequences of your actions. So for example, when you don't clean a cup, you know, very basic example, they will say things like, oh, why you didn't do that, blah, blah. And then they, whatever, maybe, you know, they scream at you or anything. And they, so to say, are the consequences of your actions. But you never actually feel the consequences because eventually they will clean your cup or eventually they will iron your problems out, basically. Because you have this safety net. And I'm not saying that if you move out, the safety net completely disappears, but it just changes. And it evolves when in comparison to living alone, for example, you wouldn't clean your cup, that cup would never be cleaned. You know what I mean? It would just be standing there. And the same way basically goes for other things. For example, dealing with problems or dealing with bureaucracy or shit that you don't, didn't do on time you know you don't have this person that tells you like oh it's gonna be okay see we're going to do it like this and this and this and then everything's gonna be fine but you need to be that person that tells it to yourself it's such a big part of adulting to learn to be your own mom in a way and to learn to decide for your own health and wealth in a motherly way i actually have a great example for that so yesterday I had a bit of a headache and I actually wanted to record this episode yesterday but I didn't because of the headache and I was just lying on the sofa like oh my god I have such a headache what am I gonna do am I gonna sleep you know sinking into that feeling of like oh fuck now I'm I'm done and after I took a little nap it was a little better but not perfect and I thought, okay, maybe it's nutrition. Like a mom, I was just thinking, I have to drink, I have to eat, and my body was craving like something fatty, but I didn't give in to that. I was thinking, okay, 
I'm an adult now. I actually need to cook good food for myself. So I made like a a nice dish with rice and vegetables and all of that. And it was pretty good. So after taking care of myself, like a mom would do, you know, I felt a lot better and a lot healthier and just in charge of myself and responsible and all that feelings that it delivers to you you know that's adulting <laughs> besides from that though i am still very thankful to be having this safety net of family up until a month ago basically they were living like 10 minutes away by train and whenever i didn't feel so well you know i just jumped into the train went to my mom's and we were going for a walk and i had the opportunity to, to just discuss things with her and that was amazing and now that i'm like 2000 kilometers away obviously i don't have this possibility anymore to just talk to her and hug her and everything like that and i miss it so much but it's also great because here i'm learning to be an adult even more you know everything that seems like a challenge at first sight is actually something that we can grow from that's what i believe anyhow let's talk about when i firstly lived by myself so as already mentioned i moved out when i was 18 so i just turned 18 and i moved out like 10 days after because i've always wanted to live alone I just felt the urge to live by myself and I followed it and obviously I know I'm privileged to be able to do that and it's also now that I'm in, in a different country it's also because I was living in Germany because when you're in Germany and you're a young adult you get not a lot of money from the state but they will definitely help you here it's also a lot different because when I talk to Spanish friends of mine, they tell me, yeah, I still live with my parents as long as I'm studying, you know, it doesn't make sense to move out earlier than that. And I totally get that. And it's also embedded in some cultures to be living with your par parents until you marry, basically. So just that, you know, it's a bit different in Germany because as soon as you're 18, you're like, I want to stand on my own feet and do everything by myself. And I'm not saying that's the better way of doing it, but I did it. Anyhow, that first apartment I lived in, it was a challenge. It was so small and annoying and ugh, on the very bottom floor of the apartment complex. And I just, I just didn't like it. That's why I also only lived there for like six months. And back then I started cooking for myself and I never cooked before. It was a challenge, but it was great for adulting looking back at it. So by the way, I think my roommates have come downstairs now. So if you can hear them talk, I'm sorry, but you know, there's nothing to do about that. and. They should be able to talk in their own apartment so <laughs> after living alone i moved in with a friend and you have to be really conscious about moving together with a friend 
because friendship and this roommate relationship they get mixed up so easily and at a certain point it's hard to go back and take care of the friendship and actually I don't want to say anything else than that because I don't want her to listen to that and be like oh you know why is she talking about that and we are on good terms and I enjoyed a lot living together with her it was a great time but I'm just saying be conscious about moving with your friend it can be a lot harder than moving with people you don't know as a friend beforehand you know what I mean after moving with a friend I moved out again and lived by myself again and that was actually the first time that I really felt homey do you say homey <laughs> I felt at home in an apartment I had to learn again to take my life in my own hands and to clean my apartment and everything and I had to learn how to build a kitchen I didn't have a kitchen so I built it myself and damn if you're ever in the position of having to build your own kitchen just get some help or get someone to do it for you because thinking back at that situation that was stressful as hell and I don't I wouldn't wish that on anyone <laughs> I colored the walls and I put so much effort into this apartment looking like home that at some point I really felt like whoa this thingy is just an expression of my creativity and I just I just loved it but let's come to why I quit this apartment and moved to Barcelona <laughs> so in order to come here I quit my apartment because I had a very weird contract with my landlord in which she could rise my rent like all the time and I don't want to say how much I paid but in the end it was just not worth it for the apartment I was thinking oh should I just you know look for someone who lives in my apartment as long as I'm in Barcelona or should I quit my apartment completely and sell my stuff and for me the best option was to sell all my stuff and go to Barcelona because I realized that for a 20 year old okay I'm 21 now but when I made the decision I was 20 I have so much shit and I don't like the responsibility of owning a full kitchen a dishwasher a washing machine like I I would love to share such things with someone but having all these things as a 20-year-old, it made me feel like this is the last place I will live in for my whole life. And I know it's not true. Also, looking back at it, like obviously it's not true. But I just didn't like the, the feeling of being so tied to an apartment. That's why I was looking for someone who would move into my apartment and gladly everything worked out perfectly and I was able to sell him my stuff and all of that and now I'm here also this decision wouldn't have been possible if I didn't have the 
safety net of my family, which I was talking about earlier, because my sister, she lives like 10 minutes away from my old apartment. I asked her, I asked her because she has like an extra room if I could move there for the time that I'm looking for a different apartment and after I come back and so on. And she said, yes, of course. And so that's what I'm doing when I come back. I will move to my sister's place for, I don't know how long, probably not longer than a month, but, you know, just to get back on my own two feet and look for a shared apartment probably. Yeah, so otherwise, obviously, I wouldn't have been able to quit my apartment because I would have had nowhere to live to live when I come back. So, yeah. Mm. So what I do now is I live in a shared apartment and it's four of us. So it's me, my boyfriend, then a really sweet girl and her boyfriend. And... <clears throat> The story, how I met them, is actually pretty funny and co coincidental because I have a friend in Barcelona. She's the sweetest person on earth. Alba, if you're listening to this, I love you so much. <laughs> and we actually went, so me and this girl who lives in Barcelona, We were like sisters in 10th grade because we were living together in Dublin, Ireland when I was there for half a year doing my, um, how do you say that, exchange year. Even though it wasn't really an exchange, it was just like a year abroad, you know, half a year abroad. So that's what it was. And we shared one host family and we were really close. And so I've known her for, whoa, I've known her for six years now, actually. And when I told her, hey, Alba, I'm doing Erasmus in Barcelona and I'm so excited to see you. We were talking like all the time to, you know, she helped me find an apartment and told me which areas of the cities are good, which are bad. And so on and so forth and <clears throat> one day she texted me hey I know this girl um, who's also looking for an apartment with her boyfriend maybe you get in touch with her and um, talk to each other and then I texted this number that she gave me of the girl and we were in contact and I said one time like you know what like We are both looking for apartments why not look for a bigger one together and we can share it and it will be even cheaper because you have to know the the market of apartments in barcelona is oh, is trash i mean there's some ways you can look for it and i think also if you're looking just for a room and a shared apartment it's a lot easier but looking for an apartment for yourself by yourself in the price class of like, you know, everyone, each each person pays like around 400 euro, which is a good price. You know, it's not, it's not doable. When you're a foreigner, it's so hard to do that. So we were looking at apartments in like a higher price class together. And we 
found some really good options and finally we got this apartment where we're staying right now and I'm actually I'm very happy about that so I want to throw in here if by coincidence you are looking for an apartment in Barcelona or you know someone just text me I think I have a lot of good tips where you can search and what to look for and and which website are websites are scams and so on and so forth so just text me on my Instagram you know it's tongue tongue untied pod and <clears throat> I think it's unnecessary to share that information here because it's very specific but I know that a few people could probably profit of that information so now that we've talked about my story of how I lived alone and with people and with family and so on and so forth I want to talk about the core things I learned about living together and sharing a space so as you might guess from basically every episode that I did so far one thing is the key and it's communication it's talking about stuff it's solving issues right when they come up and not letting them soak for a while and then you know at some time it bursts out and it's just way bigger than it should have or would have been if you would just have talked immediately about it communication is the key even though it's so uncomfortable to tell someone please clean your shit or it's very uncomfortable to being told just don't take it personally and don't mean it personally and everything will be fine it's not against you it's against the way that you didn't clean your shit you know don't take too many things personally is another thing you will be triggered because as i said before living with your family can be a challenge because they are the instance that socializes you basically and we all have been socialized in a different way we all learn to clean our stuff and to be tidy and to do such things in a different way i honestly believe it's tightly interwoven with some mindsets and so on that we've collected and some also the perception of ourselves is tightly interwoven with for example how we clean our things don't make such a big deal out of such small things and over time i guess you will get used to it the communication is the heart of the apartment you are all living here together and you all have your own equally worth imaginations of how the apartment should look so you should communicate it with each other and if at some point you will find oh fuck we're not on the same page then let's try to get on the same page how can we make a compromise that will fulfill each of our imaginations What's also the heart of the apartment is doing stuff together. You have to have somewhat a relationship with the people in the same apartment. 
And it's not that you should be really close and like do everything together because that can make new challenges come up in a way. But it's, you know, for example, me and the girl who I'm living with together, we are planning on doing like a girl's day. Not like every week or, you know, not like a routine girl's day thingy. But just every once in a while when we notice like, okay, we need it. And it's not only that this will act like a little bit of a bonding time. But also in that time you can talk about each other's icks and mistakes and or not each other's, but you know, it's time that you can lay on the table what are your own icks. And I was also talking about that with my sweet friend Alba the other day and she inspired me actually to do this episode. Mm. But I've noticed, for example, some of my aches are I put way too much worth on small things. I take it personally when someone doesn't clean their bowl, for example, you know, even though I shouldn't. And I have to learn and I'm learning from that. So every time now I am triggered by something, let's say I'm triggered by a bowl, you know, then I'm like, okay, you know. I'm just gonna ask them like, oh, hi, can you maybe clean your bowl? <laughs> and it's also way more important how they react than what they were doing in the first place. So if they react in a way like, what the fuck you mean my bowl, it's your bowl, then, you know, you can be like, oh, wait, are we like, is there something that needs to be talked about here? Like, is there some kind of tension? <laughs> But if they say, and most probably they're going to say like, oh, yes, I'm sorry, I, I didn't notice. I actually, I just forgot, you know, then you can just say like, okay, you know, happens. It happens to the best of us. So just whew, take a deep breath and don't let it ruin your day. <laughs> After you've talked about your aches, your personal aches, and like what you're expecting from a roommate and so on and so forth. Things often work out naturally and that's such a nice thing to look forward to when you're freshly moving in with someone because when you're somewhat on the same page, which gladly I can say I am with my roommates, cleaning wise and cooking wise and so on, it's just a good thing to keep in mind that everyone does what they can. You can do such things as like a plan of who's going to clean what and who's going to sweep when and so on and so forth. But everyone does what they can. It's just a good ground for everything, including relationships and friendships and yeah, just every kind of ship you can have because I wish to be accepted for sometimes not having a good day but you know that I do the best I can do and it's the same way the other way around if you've consciously decided to not clean your bowl 
then obviously, firstly, I will feel triggered by it because I think that you don't respect my feelings towards the bowl. <laughs> but I will come one step closer, closer to you by seeing that either you simply forgot and I'm going to remind you of that or I see, okay, maybe she or he has consciously not cleaned the bowl because they're having a bad moment right now and it's okay. In this mantra basically of everyone do, does what they can, there is included to do such things consciously and obviously there's also included to talk about such, thing, such things and to sometimes come a little closer to the other person by saying like, oh damn, I'm sorry, actually I just forgot, you know, so that the other person won't think that you're not respecting their boundaries. Most of the time when people do things, they're not meant to hurt you personally. They just do it because they exist in their own sphere. But at the same time of not being offended by the little things people do, just clean your stuff. I mean, it it's really good for mental health. And as I was saying in the beginning of the episode, I was cooking for myself and I actually felt a lot more responsible for myself after that and a lot healthier in a mental health way if you get what I mean. It's good for you if you just clean your stuff and just remember to try and always be a good roommate because that will make living together a lot more chill for everyone. And if everyone's doing that then perfect. So, there's a few other things I wanted to talk about, but but I guess I have talked a lot. <laughs> and I'm just gonna let you go right here. And to wrap it all up, I'd say moving out is such a good thing for starting the process of self-reflection. But I'm not saying that it's universal to everyone i mean obviously you can also start self-reflection earlier than that for me it was just you know it started like that basically other than that um for now i very 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 much enjoy the perks and also the challenges of living with more people than just me <laughs> because it's so fun to, to always have someone around and honestly it helps me a lot to get on track to do my stuff and to not be alone all the time that's actually quite helpful to me I've noticed and it's just so nice when you cook a coffee in the morning and you make two because you know someone else is going to drink the second one as well and then you're drinking a coffee with somebody and sitting on the terrace in the sun and just enjoy life and have a quick morning chat and then go and do your stuff you know I just for me it's very nice to be in company at the moment and I hope that's the same case for you so other than that I have nothing else to tell you right now and I hope you enjoyed this episode
Honestly, it was so much fun to do a little bit of reflecting on this topic of living together, together with you. And I also hope that some of what I said resonated with you or helped you get a clearer mind on a few topics that might have come up in the past or in the present of your life. And thank you, thank you for tuning in and thanks a lot for listening to the very end of this episode. I hope you have a great rest of the day, whatever you're up to at the moment. And I just send you so much love and good vibes and actually a lot of the sun that's going on here right now. <laughs> and I'll hear you next time. You can always reach out to me on my Instagram tongue and tight pot if you need any advice on anything also follow me there to be updated on episodes and on topics and to just participate in episodes in the future and if you enjoyed this episode leave me a review thank you so so much and see you next time bye mm -hmm.